How can the Green Bay Packers spring the upset against the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day? Matt Derry from Locked On Lions joins us to break it all down. The biggest stories, the matchups, final predictions, all of it on a early crossover Thursday. It is a special edition of Locked On Packers on a Wednesday. Let's go. You are Locked On Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, we're going to be live after the game on Thursday for those Locked On Packers listeners who are part of the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. A crossover Thursday, Matt Derry from Locked On Lions. It's Thanksgiving Day. The Packers are more than a touchdown underdogs. This is unfamiliar territory. It's usually the the other way around. Roles reversed. So we're going to have a blast with our guy, Matt Derry. Let's go. It's your special edition of the Thursday crossover on a Wednesday. Matt Derry, Locked On Lions. Peter Bukowski, Locked On Packers. Right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team indeed every day. As we preview Thanksgiving Day, the big matchup at Ford Field, 8-2 Detroit. 4-6 4-6 and six Green Bay in what should be now a fun and interesting game as the Packers have played better the last three weeks. This crossover Thursday episode on a Wednesday is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It is. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockdownNFL. Use the code in all lowercase LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Pete, great to see you, brother. Uh, here we go. Second time we've, we've talked this year and kind of a weird spot for both these teams but here we are yeah this is not the the place that i think the packers thought that they would be in and i think if you gave most lions fans truth serum they would not have said hey yeah eight and two potential number one seed in the nfc was at play here not with the 49ers not with the eagles you know potentially able even the cowboys and yet that's where the lions are unfamiliar territory this is a a role reversal in a lot of ways and i've been saying this for a couple weeks now matt like the, the Packers are now in the position that the Lions found themselves in so many times. I said, there's not a game left on the schedule the Packers cannot win. And people said, what about the Lions game? And I go, how many times did the Packers <laughs> have a team that looks so much better than Detroit's and yet they went to Detroit or even at home? What was that, that 2015 season where, you know, you lose on the, on the last second field goal? How many times in these division games have we just seen weird stuff happen and so if you're the Packers, that's sort of where you are. It's time to play spoiler, time to time to be that 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 plucky, pesky upstart. That's that's what they're doing here down the stretch because they have, Matt, an outside chance to sneak into the postseason still. Sure. I mean, it's uh, yeah, like I said, it played better. Jordan Love at his best game last Sunday. We're going to get into all that. We appreciate you making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe if you're a Packer fan, Locked on Packers on YouTube. Same with the Lions on our Locked on Lions YouTube channel. Top storyline, let's start with you, Pete. I mean, here in Detroit, everybody's just thrilled that they escaped with Chicago. But what about Green Bay? Is it love and what he did this past week? 
Yeah, it has to be. Uh, because that is that is the most important thing for this team for the next five years is where is Jordan Love in his development? Is he the guy? It is the most momentous decision that this team has to make um, this offseason. And in a lot of ways, it is in tandem, right, with the decision that they made last offseason. You trade away Aaron Rodgers to play Jordan Love. Now, Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be there anymore. We don't have to relitigate that. I don't really have any interest in relitigating yes, that. Yes, you we, do. We, yes, we've you certainly do. litigating it enough on our show. But uh, I know you would just like to sit here and let me talk about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and that disaster all day. But um, the the love development, especially the last month, he has looked so comfortable. It has been in tandem with the rise in the the consistency of their young players, guys like Jaden Reed, who I'm sure a lot of people in your audience are are hyper familiar with. Michigan State stand out. And I, I just want to say one thing off the top on Jaden Reed. I was not a huge fan of his pre-draft, liked, not loved. But Jaden Reed, the person, I am blown away by. And the the maturity that he has shown, the resiliency after they lost in Pittsburgh, the receivers were around his locker, talking about adjustments that they want to make, that they need to make. He's been the guy saying all the right things in the locker room. And it's not a surprise to me at this point now, when he has a game like he did uh, on Sunday against the Chargers, where he was their number one receiver. He was their number one playmaker. They're drawing up stuff for him. He's making every big catch and and creating explosives for them. This offense looks night and day different from what we saw at the beginning of the season. And I said this on my show yesterday, Matt. I think the plan is going to be to attack this Lions team the exact same way that they did the first time around. They're just better equipped to do it this time. I think they're going to try and sling it all around the yard. And this Lions defense not quite playing at the same level that it was uh, earlier in the season. Uh, happy to happy to beat the Bears, I suppose, but a little bit of of concern in what's going on the last month with this Lions team. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think look uh, as I like to call him, future head coach Aaron Glenn. Uh, you know, during games, if you go on the Twitter machine, I mean, it is it's brutal, and 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 when Justin Fields is doing whatever he wants on the ground, uh, you know, Bear receivers are getting behind Lions. Uh, uh, corners and safeties. It's it's not a good scene. And you're right. They couldn't stop Herbert. And you got to see him firsthand last week. Chargers scored on five straight possessions to end that game. All touchdowns this week, the lions find themselves in the fourth quarter down 26, 14 to, uh, the, you know, chef polls and Matt Eber lose and the bear. I mean, come <laughs> on, you can't lose to this team now. Yeah. Didn't you lose. For, you forgot Boston fields. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Hall of Fields, as I call him, actually looked pretty good. I, I what well, that game wasn't yeah. on him. No, uh, uh, that poor kid, Scott, the wide receiver, makes that catch at the end of the game. It's over. But um, yeah, there's some concern about the defense. Did have the big fumble. I have to get that up. Yeah, there. but like the, the the every edge rusher on this roster, not named Aiden Hutchinson, is not getting home. Uh, when they when they do sack the quarterback, it's either Anzalone on a blitz, Hutchinson or McNeil. It's nobody else, and that's a problem. And you know so. While all that's being said, you still have to take a step back and go, they know how to win. They do win every week, it seems like, no matter if it's a three-point win over the Chargers, whether it's a, a, a you know, five-point win over the Bears, they they win. So eight and two, they're in good shape. And uh, But yes, I would say the storyline is, all right, Matt, Matt, are you telling me that John Kaminsky has not continued to look like Aaron Donald after he sunned <laughs> the Packers on Thursday night? What he, the hell? He, like, my he God. Loves he does love playing against the Packers under the lights. This will be uh, a day game. So maybe, maybe it won't be uh, the commission's big day. Like it's been the last two times against green Bay, but you know, and look the bottom line, I mean, Jared Goff had his worst game and they still won. So yeah. 
I think Lion fans feel like, all right, Thanksgiving Day at home, place will be loud. They'll bounce back and play better and win. Um, but like you said, it seems like the Packers are are in a nice rhythm right now. This is understanding, you know, Aaron Rodgers, it feels different. And I think you and I talked about a little bit of a passing of the torch in week 18 last year where it felt like, okay, this is not the Packers division anymore. Um, those are the games that Aaron Rodgers used to just own. The Packers used to just own against Detroit. But I do think for the Packers, this is a, this is a little bit of a prove it week. Like, okay, you can beat the Rams with, you know, a, a footlocker manager playing quarterback. Like that's cool. Um, you can beat the Chargers who can't stop a nosebleed. That's cool. Can you can you actually play with some of the best teams in the NFC? Not that I'm into moral victories by any means. Um, although as a Syracuse football fan, sometimes you have to be. Um, <laughs> but the, nice this, athletic director we have. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry to see Dino Babers go. Love Dino Babers. Um, but th- this Packers team has an opportunity here to say, no, look, we're, we're making real progress here and, and play with this team, try and upset this team. And this is, this is, I think the, the next big litmus test for Jordan love this offense and this young team, I've been calling them the brat pack because it's all first and second year players, especially on offense. And so I want to, I want to see him again in a big game. You you've made your progress. Okay. Now prove it against a quality opponent. Pete and I are going to come back, uh, uh, coming up next, and talk some matchups. We will uh, do that right here on Locked On Lions and Locked On Packers. The Thursday game, we of course, as I said before, brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. We got to talk about Prize Picks for a second because when you're talking about Prize Picks, you're talking about the most fun you can play daily fantasy each and every day. And here's what's great about Prize Picks: you're not going up against other people. It's just you against projections. You pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. Take $10 and turn it into $250 with some ease. What about uh, last night? If you had Travis Kelsey under like 50 yards or 60 yards on Monday Night Football, you're a winner. He did not have a big game at all. Uh, Let's talk about this game coming up. Jameer Gibbs, you know, 65 yards on the ground, more than, less than, put some money down, whatever you think it is, at Price Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy and so much fun. You go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy with our friends at PrizePicks. Peter Bukowski back with us. Matt Derry with you. Locked on Lions. Locked on Packers. The Thursday crossover on a Wednesday as we have Thanksgiving Day football. Uh, Lions and Packers from Ford Field. What was it? Many years ago, Pete, Vince Lombardi said we don't want to play in that game and like protested it for years. He thought the Packers should not have to play on Thursdays, but uh, here we are. Uh, these two teams are going at it uh, on Thanksgiving Day. You excited? Yeah, Vince Lombardi not walking through that door here. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, no, he isn't. All right. Matchup wise. Mm. I'll start. I'll go first. Um, I want to watch Jordan love run. I week four. It was like when he had lanes to go, it's almost like, no, it, somebody was in his head, whether it was LaFleur or whomever saying, throw the ball, three-step drop and, and shoot it out there. The last few weeks, man, the Lions have not been able to get a quarterback down two sacks against fields, no sacks against Herbert. Both obviously can move. They got blown out by the Ravens. Lamar Jackson did his thing. They got, uh, gave up 37 points to Geno. 
and Seattle. Smith did his thing. We're not saying here that Jordan Love is Michael Vick or, or Steve Young or anybody like that, but I want to see if the Packers do watch some of that tape and see. I'm not saying they're going to call design backyard football, peewee football runs like the, the Getze did for Fields, but will Fields or will uh, um, Love move a little bit more in the pocket that the Lions have not been able to stop a mobile quarterback? Uh, what are your thoughts? This has been a part of uh, the offense over the course of the season. Um, they've used him a lot on designed rollouts. Um, they've had some designed runs for him. They love in the red zone. I mean, this is something for, for your listeners, especially to look out for in the, in the low red zone in particular, um, they will spread you out and go quarterback draw. And it has, mm. it has worked um, pretty effectively. They did it in the red zone last week against the chargers. It didn't work quite so well, but um, they've, they've Jordan love has two touchdowns on, on those kinds of plays. And so that's something that I think is definitely going to be on the menu. If Aaron Jones were playing, I would say you might get some more opportunity for some zone read kind of looks, especially after the success that we saw with some of the design runs from the, the bears last week. That's just not really where AJ Dillon is, is built to play. Um, I guess if you want to go, maybe we'll see more of those sort of RPO looks, from the gun where you're either going to give to AJ Dillon on the inside on the inside zone or throw it out to say Jaden Reed on those uh, receiver screens. That's a, that's a concept they love to go back to, but you know, love, love will, especially in the second halves take off and rip these runs off. I mean, he's ripped off. I think he has three 30 plus yard runs this season. Wow. Um, and, and against the saints, it, it set up the game winning score. Uh, he, he certainly has the, the ability to escape and use his legs. That's a big piece of, um, you know, as a, as an athletic quarterback, what he can do. There are also times Matt, where he trusts his athleticism a bit too much, um, and, and doesn't play with the urgency escaping outside the pocket that maybe he should the feel on some of those escape, um, plays are not quite there. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested in, in, in some of these matchups with the secondary receivers. I know we've talked about the corners and and some of the the revamped nature of this secondary but like I was going through some of the numbers earlier and against wide receiver twos this is the second worst defense in the league by DVOA covering wide receiver twos so against wide receiver ones top 10 defense against against tight ends and running backs top 10 defense but it's that second receiver maybe it's it's an allocation of resources I don't it I don't know if it's a left side right side thing I would have to like really, really, you know, dial into whatever the charting is that, that says number two receiver, the Packers don't really have a number one receiver. That's the funny thing about this. They have like three <laughs> number two receivers. Yeah. Um, but so the Packers do like to run to me, what that is saying is the concept side of the, of the formation is where you can attack. So you want to single up a backside receiver one-on-one, -on -one, no, they're going to be able to handle that stuff. And we saw that, I think, in the first game where Jordan Love wanted to look backside. You'd have two or three receivers to one side on the concept side. Love would try and throw backside. That was how he threw the interception. Alex Anzalone gets his hands on the pass to Christian Watson, and it turned into a turnover. Um, the Packers have done a really good job the last month of making teams communicate and, and of attacking where you want to be. They, they, the, the game plans have been superb understanding this is how this defense can be attacked and exploiting leverage, exploiting defense rules, all that stuff. This is a defense the Packers know, they've seen, um, and if they can protect, that's the key. Because they couldn't protect anybody last last time. It was, it was meet at the quarterback yeah. for the Lions no, the was. first time around. Zach Tom was playing on one leg. 
John Runyon Jr. got hurt in that game. And yep. then you had, I think, Rasheed Walker making, what, his second NFL start, I think, in that game. Um, and so you go, well, it looks much better this time around. They they protected pretty well against the Chargers outside of against Khalil Mack, and they didn't allow Khalil Mack to wreck the game. I think it's going to be the same sort of game plan. Give Jordan Love some time. And over the last, I think since week eight, this is the second worst passing defense in the league. The the Lions are by EPA per play um, and and success rate. So they've allowed part of, part of that gets blown out when you get, you know, when you get beat up by Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson. In between, they played okay, but you those two games count, right? You have to count sure. the Ravens game yep. and the Chargers game. And so I think the Packers are gonna are gonna find some ways to exploit that secondary, um, especially against those secondary sorts of receivers. That's where Jaden Reed in the slot can be a killer Jaden Reed versus Brian branch, baby. Like let's do this rookie versus rookie. That's, I think <laughs> right now that's good on good. And it, that's going to be the, the thing that I'm going to be watching a lot in this game. Can the Packers find ways to free up Jaden Reed or does Brian branch put the clamps on him? I think that's going to be a huge storyline in this game. Yeah. Brian branch has been great. And uh, really this was this, this game this past week against the bears was kind of like the Brian branch of September that we saw. He got hurt. Yeah. Hasn't really been the same since, but boy, he he really played well this week. He's very, very good. You know, the guy that, that that they seemingly pick on when he's out there and he only played one defensive snap this week was Will Harris. So if he's out there, look out, they'll go right at him. Jerry Jacobs hasn't been bad. It's just it has been a they've just not been able to get home. That's the about the bottom line. You we could sit here and pick on the secondary. I mean, I'm a Cam Sutton fan. I think he's been good. Had a really bad game two weeks ago, but they couldn't touch Herbert. So of course he's just pitching and catching with Keenan Allen. Um, you know, Fields DJ Moore. Do that to everybody. Right. Fields to DJ Moore on that touchdown. I mean, Justin had all day to throw. And so now, you know, I again somebody off the other edge, whether it's Pascal, whether it's Kaminsky, whether it's the two O'Quaras, somebody get home one time. Charles Harris, same thing. Like it has to be Hutchinson. And that poor guy made made the play of the game to end the game the other day with the with the safety, but he can't do it on every play. And uh, the other thing just to watch in this game too, uh, you know, when we, when we talk about matchups is the Lions really pounded the Packers in the second half on the yep. ground with David Montgomery in that game. Yep. And they'll, they'll probably want to do it again. In front of the, you know, everybody will be watching national TV. You no, know, the only game going on, you know, Dan Campbell wants to show everybody, Hey, we still got David Montgomery. Now we got Gibbs healthy and we can, we can, you know, pound you on the, on the run. So is the Packers run defense been better since week four in your mind? No, it's so bad. <laughs> and uh, the the gap integrity still stinks. Um, they're still doing, I mean, we we are still talking on our show, Matt, about how there were times in that game. I mean, week four was when it, we first started to flag it, where the, the Lions came out heavy personnel, low red yep. zone. The Packers came out in nickel and the Lions went right to the line of scrimmage inside the low red zone and said, we're going to run it. This was clearly part of the game plan. Ben Johnson said, we know if we catch them in nickel in the red zone and we pick up a nice little chunk, we're going low red zone and we're going to run it right at them because they're, we know they can't hold up. And that's that's true. The problem is we've seen the Packers in situations where they have the opportunity to substitute in the low red zone, still play nickel, and they're just getting manhandled at the point of attack. And so that is something that obviously cannot happen again. I think what the Packers are going to have to hope for is you get – turnover golf you get that guy again 
Um, and so you have to throw it. And then you have an offense that's good enough. I mean, what I was used to say in the Aaron Rodgers era was their best run defense was Aaron Rodgers. Because if you think Aaron Rodgers is going to score 30, it makes it hard to stay committed to the run game. If you think the other team is going to score every time they touch the ball, if you have to stay patient. And all it takes is one negative run and it's second and long or one holding call. And now it's first and 20. And now it's like, okay, can we stay on script? Um, that's that's for the Packers. They have to be able to, to, to create enough offense to make the Lions think twice, to make Jared Goff press. And, you know, Jared Goff in his career against Green Bay as a, as a Detroit Lions quarterback has not been particularly impressive in terms of taking care of the ball. The, the, if you look at the stat lines, none of them are particularly impressive. They got Russell Douglas for the double move touchdown. Um, we'll see if Jair Alexander is able to go in, in, in this game. The Packers injury report, I mean, our, our friend Aaron Alice, um, who does stuff over at Acme Packing Company and other places, she joked that the Packers injury report looks like a CVS receipt right now. I think there's 16 players on the injury report. I don't, I don't even know who's going to go, Matt. So we'll see. That makes it hard to do some of this projection stuff because it's like, okay, is it going to be Carrington Valentine against someone on St. Brown or is it going to be Jair Alexander? Because those are those are horses of very different colors. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. You're right that the injury report has been uh, heavy, especially, and, and your tight end is hurt. So we'll see what... Uh, what goes on? All right. How do the Packers win this game? How do the Lions win this game? We will talk about that with Peter Bukowski coming up next. So let's tell you about Game Time. Yes, best app to get tickets is the Game Time app. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You want sports, music, comedy, theater events near you? Game Time is the best. My favorite part is simple as that view from your seat. In the venue, it really makes game time so much better than all of the other apps. See that view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly where you are going to sit. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Simple. Terms apply. Again, create the account, redeem the code L O C K E D O N NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Peter Bukowski, Locked on Packers. Matt Derry, Locked on Lions. Thursday's game, 1230 Eastern, 1130 Central for the Lions and Packers on Thanksgiving Day. Detroit going for the season series sweep for the second consecutive year here, Pete. Uh, how do the Packers win this game? How do you see Green Bay springing an upset here? The offense scores in the red zone. So I wrote about this yesterday for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Um, that the Lions, for as effective as they have been moving the ball this season, I think they're second in yards per game, just, just raw yardage. They are bottom five on both sides of the ball in the red zone. Now, red zone stats can be a little bit of small sample size theater. It doesn't, they, they don't always mean everything. They're not necessarily predictive, but situational football is ultimately what decides these games. If you if you can't score touchdowns in the red area, it becomes really difficult to score because it means you have to create explosive plays on a regular basis. The Packers, the last month, Matt, now be careful. If you've just eaten, just be very careful. Four <laughs> of 16 scoring touchdowns the Packers have been on offense in the red zone. That is wow. an atrocity. And this is yeah. over the last three weeks. They've, I think, 391, 399, and 397 total yardage. So we're talking about really, really good offense, but failures in the red zone. If you can let the Lions do what the Lions do in the red zone, 
and and settle for field goals more often than the quality of the, their offense says they should, right? Make it so that they're scoring 24 instead of 35. That gives you a chance. And then the other side of that is you have to score your touchdowns. And normally I would say, well, they're not good in the red zone. They're not. Bottom five, also a bottom five offense. They are a better situational defense in this case than the Lions in the red zone. But I think if you just sort of extrapolate the growth offensively, you can say, okay, in the red zone where things get tighter, where things get a little more difficult, you have to be able to execute. Um, that's the next piece of growth. If they can make it this week and all of a sudden now they can score, they get four red zone opportunities. They come away with four touchdowns or they come away with three touchdowns and a field goal. Now you have a chance to win this game. That, that would be the way that I would look at it. Um, the, I, I guess the plan for the lions is to just dominate the line of scrimmage to me. That, I mean, that is there, is it any more simple than that? That's what happened last well, time. I don't know why you wouldn't just run it back. You know, it's funny. You mentioned red zone going, coming out of the bye. the Lions said our red zone offense, it was what three or four weeks was not good. Uh, selling for fuel goals. It was the Riley Patterson show. And then against the chargers, they scored nothing but touchdowns. They did great. And then this past week when they got in the red zone against the bears, they were fine. Uh, uh golf to St. Brown, uh, Gibbs touchdown. Obviously, the Montgomery touchdown that won it. So they they scored touchdowns. Uh, to me, you're right. The Lions, I think, are going to, if they are going to win this game, it's going to be how they won it in week four. I mean, you, you've been lathering in that Jordan Love butter for a little bit. You should. He's playing well. But you know what? If he's not on the field, he can't score. So yeah. if the Lions just batter the Packers like they did in week four, Montgomery, Gibbs, Reynolds when he's out there, um, and really kind of you know take it to this Packer team, um, and keep love off the field. That's how I think the Lions win this game. I think that that's, you know, like I said, they want to go back to playing the way that they they have. Now, there have been some games, including the Charger game, they got into a shootout, they had to throw. Bears game, you're down 12, you got to throw. But still, sprinkling in some of those runs, which is what the Lions did, um, is what I think uh, they're going to be doing uh, this Sunday. I think that's... that's here's here's one happen. thing I'd, I'd like to see the Packers do. I want them to just empty the clip. Like they've got specials. I want to see them play the way that the Lions played in week 17, two years ago, where it's like, it doesn't matter. The Packers are playing their backups. We're throwing two trick plays at you. We're going double pass. And remember they worked. And and it, that was the game Jordan Love played the, the final week of the season. And and so the, the Packers, I think, have an opportunity to be really aggressive. And that is where I, I would like to see them just say, okay, We've got, we've been saving these, this little group, this little pot of plays. We've got some, this kind of trick play here. We've got this special here. This play comes off this play. Let's just run all of them. Let's run the, the throwback screens, the flea flickers. I want to see all that stuff because who cares if it doesn't work? You're probably going to lose. So just, I want to, I want to see them play like the desperate upstart team to play the way the lions would play in a game like this. And ironically, that's, I think, the best way to, to get a, a win in this game is to just say, let's just let's just let it hang out. Let's call everything. Let's let's kitchen sink. We're going to throw yeah. everything, the kitchen sink and anything in the fridge. Let's throw that in there, too, and, and just see what you got, because I think that would make this game fun. I think we're going to get a fun game, Matt. I think this is going to be a really competitive game. Uh, I think the Packers come in as confident as they have been all season. I think the Lions win. Um, but I certainly see a world in which the Packers win. I said the same thing about the Pittsburgh game, which very much could have been what happened. So the same thing about this, the Chargers game and look what happened. The Packers won that one as well. I think this is like 28, 24 Packers lose, but cover 
would be where I go on this. Um, but I also could see a, a week where everything comes together. The offense hums the way that we've seen it. And they put up 400 yards of offense and they finally, they finally pay that yardage off with touchdowns. Now may, who knows, maybe they lose 31, 28 or 35, 28, or, you know, the chargers game could have easily been 42, 20. Um, if the chargers don't shoot themselves in the foot, but, uh, I think this is going to be a close competitive game division rivalry, um, and, and a game worthy of our Thanksgiving day, Matt. Yeah. I mean, everybody used to complain about the lions playing on Thanksgiving. Can we get somebody else? Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> now it's going to be great. Is, well, I, David Blau is not in the building, Matt, to be fair. <laughs> that is true. Um, I like the lions too. Uh, I, I I'm with you. I think I, this could be a win, not cover situation. 34, 31, 24, 20. To be honest, Jordan Love looked really good this past week. First 300-yard game, and now they're now they're excited about him. I think there's I think he takes a little bit of a step back this week. I think the Lion defense is listening to what people are saying. I think they'll play better. Um, but I I, I think future I think head coach Aaron Glenn. Can, well, they're 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 finding a way despite Glenn everything else that's going on. I, I do think the defense has been bad the last two weeks, but made the play when they had to at the end. Yeah. In, in, in this last game. And I think they'll carry a little bit of that momentum in, in there. And again, I think David Montgomery has a huge day. St. Brown loves Thanksgiving day. And um, I think Sam Laporta could be a problem too for green Bay. So I'll take the lions again, but I do think like you said, competitive game Packers playing a little bit more juice and, and, and energy and confidence than they have uh, they did earlier in the year. I mean, what a mess uh, other than the bears game September was. So I'm with, I'm with you. <laughs> I think they're uh I think it'll be it'll be fun, but I could see a 34 30, 27, 21 type of uh and no matter what happens, it's done early. You can go have your turkey day and enjoy it. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh best best to you and your family, Matt. Happy Thanksgiving. Always love coming on these and, and doing them with you. So I'm glad we get to I'm glad we get to share the holiday this year. All right, thanks to Matt for joining the show. Awesome crossover edition. We will be live. Uh, for our final show of the week after the game on Thursday. So go subscribe over on our YouTube page um, to go hang out with us there. And if you missed it, we have Lily Zhao earlier today. That show came out. That show should be in your feed. If you're not a subscriber, why not? Go change that. And uh, we will uh, we'll give you everything you need to get ready this week for Packers Lions. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know the deal. Wherever you get podcasts. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live like we will be after the game on Thursday, go subscribe over on our Locked on Packers YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.